Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm your host, Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. From lost trauma, disappointments and devastation to healing hope and betterment, what has grounded me is my unbreakable spirit. We all have that spirit within us. Every week, I'm here to inspire you with stories of perseverance and growth. My mission is to help you crush self-limiting beliefs and to be unapologetically you. You are your only limit, so take action today. Let your unbreakable ride begin now. This episode is brought to you by Blue Skies Life, a lifestyle brand with high quality, ethical, and sustainable products. There are products for your mind, body, and home, everything from calming tea and luxurious shea butter to Turkish towels and silk kimonos. The holiday season is upon us, so start getting these one-of-a-kind gifts now. Go to blueskieslife.com, that's B-L-U-S-K-Y-S, L-I-F-E dot com and use code BU20 to get 20% off your order today. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. Gladys and I, Gladys is my guest today. I'll introduce her in just a moment. But one of the things that we talked about just a few minutes ago is just, just being blessed. I know. To be here, to have a day, to carry this space together, to have the conversation we're going to have. We both have had a little bit of a day. Um, I personally didn't know what day it was, so there's that. Uh, And you know what? Sometimes that's just how it is. You're getting things done and you're making the best day (laughs) that you can. And, um, you know, we'll actually get into that discussion today because there is no there is no perfect right? There's just, there is no perfect. All we can do is show up and do our best. That's all. That's the, that is sometimes the best thing that we can offer, but I'm excited about my guest, Gladys Simon. Gladys is the founder of My Life Couch. She is a fellow life coach. She coaches moms who are trying to balance their work and family life. I know that there are so many people listening going, that is me, you know, and if you are a spouse, a partner, a son, somebody who is around this woman, then you too know the difficulty of what it means to balance, you know, as a woman and as a mom. So Gladys is also a life enthusiast who's lived in five different countries that's an aspiration that we can <laughs> we can all admire. She's mastered two languages and you've changed professions different times and so you know exactly what that's life like and you know it took her becoming a fabulous mom for her to tap into some of her big superpowers so we're going to talk about that today. She actually was a former introvert which you'll probably be surprised by <laughs> the dialogue that we have today. But she's just very passionate about helping women live out their big beautiful dreams and shoot for the stars. So Gladys, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. What an introduction. When you were reading this, I'm like, I want to know this woman. And I'm like, oh, it's me. Uh, <laughs> yes, I am super right. honored uh, to be on your show today, Coach Des. Um, it's been the highlight of my day. And as you said, we were discussing a little bit. Uh, you thought it was the wrong day. I thought it was still Sunday. So I can tell you the kind of week I'm having. And I like that you say 
it doesn't have to be perfect. It just have to be, right? And and some days we'll have to listen to our body a little bit more than other days. Um, but as long as we carry on um, and we are consistent, I'm sure there's bound to be a result somehow. That's that is right. And Gladys today is calling in and representing from Canada. Canada. <laughs> Toronto, Canada. We're going international today, but Gladys, why don't you start with your personal story? Obviously, there's been different pivots in your life. Being a mom, becoming a mom was one of the big ones, but share share more of your story so we can know your background. Absolutely. It's a long story. I'm going to shorten that. Uh, but I was going to say, um, I um, grew up, you know, being the girl that was really confident in her ability. So I recently found a letter of myself when I was 10 year old writing about like that self-confidence and that self-belief. Like I was ready to conquer the world, right? I was that girl that believed in herself. And, you know, then I went to the corporate world and, you know, I wish someone has told me to keep that self-belief and, you know, listen to my instinct a little bit uh, more. And I fell to the usual usual trap. And I'm sure many of your listeners will remember that. I started believing other people's reality as mine, other people, uh, you know, aspiration, other people's idea of what I am to be successful. So I started believing those narratives rather than listening to my voice. So there was just that little vortex where I was lost and I didn't even know who I was anymore because people were telling me what it takes to be successful or pointing to me that I didn't take, have what it took to be successful. So I was mostly that little person in the back of the, the, the office, um, you know, not saying anything. And that was just the Gladys at work. Outside of work, I had like a big life because, you know, I had to kind of create that alter ego, um, wearing bright colors, uh, having dreams and thinking I'm going to be retired and billionaire by 40 years old. So, you know, that kind of person. And those two were never meeting, right? So I was that person that was withdrawn and I was that other person that everybody was deeming smart, funny, intelligent. And he was, they were never meeting. So then uh, I, I, I figured out that, you know, I read something that touched me when, when um, a plant is not growing, you fix the, the soil, you don't fix the plant. So I figured out, okay, I'm a plant, I'm going to move countries. Hey, I'm going to move continent and see if it's better, right? Wow. And it was the same. It was the same. I was still that person that they were putting on the shelf and ignoring and I start thinking, okay, that's the way it is. Like, you know, still having my alter ego, starting afresh in a new country, being the joy in the life of party. And at the office, I'd be like, that, sh that person on the shelf, exactly. Wearing like drab color, very neutral. I, I was invisible. I didn't want to be seen. And then I had my kids. And it, it's like, Everything went out of the window. This ordained plan to become a billionaire and retire by 40. You know, if you have kids, you know you cannot retire at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, save your money. Don't have kids. No, I'm kidding. Have kids. This is the best. That's the most challenging, but yet the most rewarding job that I had. And suddenly, my priorities shift. And 
what people care matter less and less because I had that baby that were looking at looking at me as their de facto role model, right? It was telling for me, and it start I start finding that voice again inside of me because for my kid, I wanted to be part of a solution. I wanted them to look at me and say, well, it doesn't work, but you can try something. And even if it doesn't succeed, it's better to have tried and failed than not tried at all. So that became my why. And that became that voice that at first was a little whisper and then it became loud and loud. And then I remember the first meeting where I sat and I said, I have something to say. And everybody looked like, okay, <laughs> she talks. <laughs> and she hasn't stopped talking since. But the the superpower that I came is that I realized, and I believe we're all born with superpowers, by the way. They just manifest themselves depending on circumstances and the time that we are in. So motherhood brought out to me advocacy. I wanted to fight for my kid. Every parent out there wants the best for their kid. And you know that if you don't go and fight for it, nobody's going to give it to them, right? So I became that person that's super competitive. I'm like a mom at school. I'm like, yeah, my kid is good at this and that. But more seriously, <laughs> I'm not that kind of mom. But more seriously, <laughs> I realized that I had a voice and I could you know, pass on a message. And being a working mom in a corporate world, I realized that that was something that was an opportunity that was not well explored. Um, I became aware that when you're in a corporate world, there's a before and there's an after having kids. You become less desirable. You become less anything. And then the mom image takes precedent to the person image. And I was like, no, I start talking about it. Why don't you think I can be a mom and a consultant or a lawyer and whatever. I have ambition. I just added to all the balls that I'm juggling, but I'm still me, <laughs> right? So it became a topic because it was personal. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say, we don't have to try as hard to fit because you have children. On the contrary, they should value that you have gaining a lot of skills and superpower behind the scene, ne difficult negotiation. Have you ever dealt with a toddler that is mad? You go and solve world life crisis before 6 a.m. in the morning before going to work. Like those kind of things <laughs> that you bring. So that's the whole story here. Um, I started thinking about me and then believing people's narrative. And then I had kids and the fact that they were looking at me and I thought, it can't be my story when I encourage them to be good and try. I can't say that and not lead by example. That is that is so amazing. I love your story. I love your story. And you point out something that is so relatable. And it's a great message, which is that we are multidimensional people. Oftentimes, Absolutely. we show up in the world, especially in the workplace. And on top of that, if it's a corporate workplace, like we are, we wear one hat. This is this one role that we play, but we are so much more dynamic than that, 
right? There's there's As so I many. Said, I created an alter ego. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. There's there's so many elements to who you are, Absolutely. and I think uh, how how you show up in the corporate culture, you know, and then now we're throwing in the fact that we're doing it virtually in some instances because of this whole pandemic situation that's been perpetuating itself for an indefinite period of time. Um, is it's like we have to do an identity check. Absolutely. And this is why I wanted to add that the pandemic for me was a blessing. And and I don't mean no offense, it's a terrible thing, but in the same at the same time, it forced my two characters to meet. I couldn't switch to be Gladys at work. I couldn't switch to be mom. I had to be one person. <laughs> Right, because I was stuck at home with kids, and I can assure you, when you're in a meeting and your kid come, you can't just say, "Oh, sorry, mom mode activated." <laughs> you know, you just... Yeah. Okay. We're compartmentalizing everything because it just doesn't it doesn't work that way, right? And it's... when my two personality met, mm -hmm. I think that was, you know, the first thing I thought is like, finally, why took you so long? <laughs> because. Yeah. One of the things I, I always say to people is be yourself, the world will adjust for sure. And that's what had happened. The world has adjusted. But all the little lie we tell in our head, the imposter syndrome voice telling you, no, people will judge, people will not this. You know, just just ignore, just go. Right. The last time I checked, because I check on this often, I don't think other people's judgments pay the bills. <laughs> Right. interesting if they did because then wow we would have a lot of money in our bank accounts i i totally agree with yeah, that I, but, it's, but it's a journey it is a journey i mean we go through a lot of you know part of our journey we have different chapter and i take every experience um as a lesson that shaped and, and created who I am today, that version of me. So, mm -hmm. yes, you're right. Some days it took me a long time to realize that other people's opinion don't pay the bill. But I'm grateful <laughs> for that journey that led me to there because then I can talk to someone that believes that other people's opinions pays the bill. I can right. walk in their shoes. I can tell them how it feels and hence why I became a life coach for working mom because I walk in your shoes. And I know how you feel the the invisible glass ceiling, the before, the after, um, the 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 fact that people don't look at you and think that you are less available because you're mom. Because you, all of a sudden you've assumed another role yes. uh, amongst the many hats that you wear. Amongst uh, the many hats, exactly. <laughs> so I'm curious because you, as a life coach, you do meet moms yes. and they come to you exactly where they're at in their life, yes. what are some of the common challenges that you find women face as moms and what, what do you do to help them through those? So the biggest two is mom guilt and imposter syndrome. Oh. I mean, <laughs> wow. hands down. That's well. heavy. That's it so is heavy. <laughs> and then I, I, I coach mom predominantly, but I did have a dad that came uh, which was the most surprising thing I discovered is there's that guilt. There's also that guilt. I know. And I dun, dun, dun. 
dan dan da. The plot thickens. The plot. Um, yeah, mom guilt, um, parents guilt um, is the number one topic because in a society that is making us believe and condition us to be perfect, and I use the term quote unquote, where you can be you have to have all things perfect you have to be the best mom the best spouse the best employee the best the best it's exhausting when you can't you take part of you when you miss things when you take your kid out and it's you know don't get me wrong i i suffer from mom guilt still right sometimes you can't be there and what i advise my moms is think about mitigation we can't be perfect. We can't be there all the time, no matter how hard we try. But we can make up for the time we lost. And and I was having that interesting conversation with my mom. She was feeling guilty about missing my ballet class. I don't know. I probably was seven. I really don't remember. But she's like, oh, my God, that was the first time you did ballet. And she still feels guilty about it. And I'm like, your kid won't remember those but they will remember the time that you spend, the love that you give, the, the safe environment that you provide. I remember that my mom, you know, have my back and I can still go to her and complain about things. That's the thing that I remember. So mom guilt is there to stay, but you have to think about it from, you know, your child's perspective. Yes, you miss the soccer match, but why are you making up with? You know, yes. for me, my kid love unlimited, undivided attention with me. So we have 30 minute makeup session just with mom's attention. <laughs> that's that's critical. That's critical. I, I, I heard about this. I need, I'm going to need to look it up because it's been a little while. But I heard about this article where parents were interviewed. Uh, and it's like this topic of parent guilt. And mm -hmm. they're thinking of all the things they want to give to their kids, right? And when yes. the kids are asked what it is that they want more of from their parents, it has nothing to do with material things. No. It has everything to do with time. And it's not even the amount of time, it's the quality of that. Yep. It's impossible. For, we would love to add 20, you know, to a 25th or 26th hour to the day to have extra for everything, you know, for the energy and your work and all the other dimensions of your life. And of course your kids, but it's impossible to do that. So it would seem that what you do with your time is the it most is, important. It is important. Priorities um, are definitely uh, one of the way I, I, you know, sail my boat, <laughs> asking myself, is it important or can you wait tomorrow or can you wait for later? Um, but time with my kid are, you know, non-negotiable. Sacred. Yeah, I even blocked time on my calendar. When they were uh, schooling from home, mm. they had time on calendar for for time. For I, That's how I know how to sing the whole Frozen catalog of song. <laughs> yeah, right. Not very badly, so don't ask me to sing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're going to lose. <laughs> Your viewers now. Like, no. say, okay, you need to let that go. How about let that go? <laughs> let that go. Exactly. Let it go. You know? <laughs> that is so funny. Well, you know, the other the other thing I know that you hear about is people trying to achieve balance. 
Yes. Well, trying to, to, do, to do that all. Um, what kinds of things do you help moms do to achieve better balance in their, in their lives? So first of all, I typically say, let's remove the word balance. It stresses me out. I'm very visual and I'm thinking, balance. I have this guy that's juggling, you know, glass, bottle. And I'm everything toppled on you. Yes, and I'm like, whoa, if you lose sight of one, it's just going to be a big mess. So first thing I said when we go on, on, on a, you know, coaching session, can we remove the word balance and ask them, to think of a better word that is harmony for them. And I had work-life harmony, I have work-life beach, I have work-life, you know. It's a fun exercise. I would just say, just first of all, let's remove balance because it's stressful, because you feel like you have to juggle, do not juggle. So for me, the word that I like is integration because I feel like it blends seamlessly wow. one life to the other. And you shouldn't separate it because you are at the center of everything. Anyway, so Gladys, what Gladys and mom Gladys is still Gladys somehow in between things. <laughs> right? so, brilliant. so for me, it's all about, you know, like I say, priorities today. This is how my day is going to look. And I accept that some days I will do more work and less life. And other days I will do more life and less work. And that's the way it is. It stresses me less to yes. think about it that way. And I feel not guilty um, to go and, and sit down with my, my daughter today and have ice cream at 3 p.m. because we could. <laughs> I have every intention of having ice cream after oh, this interview. I had I one to do. About yeah. it and it's happening. Strawberry was her, is her favorite um, flavor. So I had strawberry and vanilla. So. Perfect. Yeah, it's it was awesome. perfect. Exactly. So random fact of the day, people, I had ice cream. I there you go. And now it's raining, and now it's raining here in Canada. So it's yeah. not even a weather conducive to Oh, see? But we, we started, got it because we could. We started this interview in a little bit of a interesting place and now we're 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 on track here with ice cream. That's I was like, gonna say People listening is still Coach Des <laughs> platform. Yeah. We're just talking ice cream, but she's still she's still exactly. Like, I've yeah. been taking over. <laughs> we're we're in a better space now. We're in a better space. But I, you know, I ju I just want to come back to the words that you use because that's yeah. beautiful integration and blend. and yeah and blend. You know, it's funny and uh, me having spent almost two decades working in a consulting firm we started to adopt the word and I didn't think about it until you just said it work-life blend instead of balance Be to your very point. There is something that the connotation of that word feels so overwhelming because, because like you said, it's impossible. If, if we're looking at, you know, a pie, cause I often like to look at life, like there's these different sections. It's never, they're all never the same size. No, nope. because some days certain areas require more of your time and effort, like you said, than others. And we just have to be aware and cognizant that it's good. All those shapes are going to shift depending on what is happening in our lives. What is needed happening and what's needed. 
I have one of my uh, moms that I'm, I'm coaching right now and she's listening to it, so you know. Uh, she used the word blend. I can't even claim credit for it. Uh, because for her, she was telling me that your day looks like you cooking a smoothie or you making a smoothie. So you put different, you know, fruit, vegetable, different shape, form, doesn't matter if they're pretty or not, but at the end, it's going to be delicious. So that's how she approached her work life. She said, that's the blend because it reminds me of my smoothie maker. And every mom knows that to make your kid eat vegetable, just hide them into a smoothie. So <laughs> that is good. And they don't know any better. So for her, this is what, how she approaches every single day, thinking I'm going to make a smoothie today. And it doesn't matter. I'm going to have some fruit that are pretty, some that are not pretty, some vegetable, some word that I can't pronounce vegetable into it. But the result going to be something that's not only good for my body, but tastes amazing. Huh? And who wants the same smoothie every day? Exactly. You need to change it up anyways, or else it's going to be. You are, unless you're a four-year-old, then you won't exactly. Well, then, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but four years old, I'm not working mom, so. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we have a little time to, to get to that level of resiliency. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I want to ask you about your six your six week program, and so that is one of the one of the the staples of what you do. So talk more about when someone comes to you and they're really ready for for to dive in to themselves and work on being who they are and having that integration. What what does that journey look like in your program? The journey is. I call it on the couch. It's an awareness journey. And I, I, and I want to everybody to understand a journey means that it's personal to you. Uh, don't compare your chapter three to someone chapter 20. I usually want people to come as they are. It doesn't matter what part of the journey you are, but if you start something, it's just a discovery, a self-discovery, knowing exactly where you stand. So at the end of my six-week program, you will have had what I call a map of yourself. You will know what your value are, what are things that drag you down, <laughs> who are the people maybe in your head. I'm, I'm, I'm not making people name names, but you know. You know you <laughs> can name those names. Relationship that drags you down. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you, who you are, why are your value, what are your goals, what can you do to move the needle a little bit? So it's a complete 360 view of who you are. So I'm saying to make you from invisible to unmistakable. So you'd really come out of it knowing yourself or corner of it. And then with that map, which I give you at the end of the six, four, six weeks um, conversation with me, you can go and tackle any challenge and know exactly, oh, this is my, you know, my road, but this is the thing that I should forget, uh, not forget that drags me down. So I'm going to avoid this and you change the course of your journey. But that journey is yours. That information is you because I believe the difference is in you. So if you are very aware of yourself, your strength, your superpowers, your weaknesses, what you value, what is important for you, how the world perceive you, what's your goal, what's your challenges, what do you want to achieve, then I think you're equipped to go and conquer everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
stop being amazing. That's <laughs> so awesome. Because that is something I believe we all would want to see this map of our values, what we believe, our gifts, our talents, but it's also scary. It is. I call it, so it was inspired by, and, and when I share my story with you at the beginning, when I said, I changed continent because I thought I'm not happy. There's something, it must be the other people. And that's typically what we say, right? <laughs> it's yeah. always, yeah, it's not you. And it, I changed continent and it was still the same. So I had to have those tough conversations with myself. At some point I had to think, oh, the common denominator, it's me. So maybe I given power over my powers, over the people to treat me the way I am. So that program is inspired by those tough conversations that I had, because when you know your worth, you immediately not accepting to be surrounded by people that devalue that. Wow. <laughs> immediately. The minute well, you people treat you in the way that you treat your own value the value that you carry yourself with is how people value you yeah I, well it's that's part of it if you know what you bring to the table it might not be the right table you are sitting but it doesn't change what you bring to that table and if you are comfortable in the knowledge that you bring something on the table nobody can come and rubbish what you are bringing to the table you know it's not the right table but you still bring something you're right girl i've sat at so many wrong tables but i still <laughs> how do we all <laughs> how do we all I my piece of piece that i needed to and then i progressed to some other tables that i continue to have a meal at <laughs> Absolutely. Right? So I see people saying, oh, yeah, you know, if they don't give you a seat at the table, bring your chair. But you can only do that when you are confident in your values and what you bring. That's where you bring your chair because you say, guys, I know you don't want to hear it, but you're going to hear it. because <laughs> What I have to say matters and is relevant. It's so, being, and, and being, so you can bring your chair and you can also take your chair away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Absolutely. Right. You actually say, I'm going to rent the wall building next to you, your little room. So I, I own that building because I'm so confident. So it's, it's almost a little bit of bragging. I know it might sound bragging, but I want everybody to have those tough conversations with them. We're not perfect, but nobody should diminish what you're good at. No one. Because you're good at it. That's the truth. That's the fact. That's not emotion. You're good at something. All of us. So for someone to devalue what you're good at, that's not the right table. No. By no, the no, no, building, no. By the building <laughs> next door. <laughs> that is amazing. I, I just, I really love the, that picture that you painted because I imagine a person who is going in with a lot of questions and possibly uncertainty to coming out with this great gift of clarity, empowerment, direction, and fearlessness that allows them to, like you said, uh, move in all the different directions of their life with just a greater sense of purpose. Yep. 
Yeah. And you, do you keep in touch with your clients and their... I, I was going to say that this is where I differ from a traditional coach. <laughs> I give yeah. my opinion in session where I'm supposed to be neutral. Um, but mm -hmm. that, that attachment um, is there. I always check on, I have alumni that went through the program. So it's always, um, I call it, you know, catch up session where they will come and, and tell me, or maybe we can retweak a few things because it's like a muscle. If you're not exercising it, you just go back to your old habit. It's almost like I, I read it somewhere. Your brain is like a garden. If you don't tend to it, guess what? You have, you know, all those weed coming in. So you constantly have to go in and tend to that garden. So you have that beautiful flower garden, vegetable garden, something that makes you proud. So I check with my alumni and we go on group sessions sometimes to share a win of the month of the week and how they use their knowledge, their superpower into the workplace. But one thing that is consistent is I find some moms come and they are, they're not even sure. They can't even talk. Their voice is just like a whisper. And then they go to session with me and say, I went in this meeting and I thought, this need to change. And I'm like, oh, look at you. <laughs> because that self-awareness journey put no doubt in your mind that what you bring to the table is valid. Yeah. We're all uniquely good at something. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that superpower, like you talked about, that zone of genius that's within. And, um, you know, I would say that the majority of, of people that I'm around are parents. And one of the challenging things, and I love how you described it earlier too, it's things that have to be managed because it's never going to be perfect. It's an ongoing thing. Ongoing, this yeah. this uh, you know, concept of... Um, you know, filling up your own cup yes. in order for it to pour it over, to yes. give into others. But it's it's an interesting dynamic to, you know, be able to do that is 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 knowing when your your energy is low and when you need to give give to yourself because so often it's the last person that you're giving to. <laughs> and I have um an interesting story. So you can tell that I'm very visual. I have loads of image in my head, but I compare us working mom and, and, and women in general as the most expensive, you know, smartphone money can buy, right? You have that smartphone. It looks beautiful. And then it has multiple applications running in the background. You do so many things. You don't even think about it. But you wake up and maybe one of the kids say, oh, do you know where my mitten is? You say, third cupboard next to this and that. You know where things are. You don't even think about it. You know, your spouse might ask you, oh, are we not supposed to go to this? Yeah, we go next week. It's this person's birthday. Is this person confirming? Like, multiple apps running in the background. Mm -hmm. And then you still bring value in conversation you know when you go and talk to people at this and you say multiple hat that you wear but if that mobile phone is not charged 
it becomes a very expensive paperweight. That's it. It's still useful. It holds your paper. But it's expensive for what the role is. So take the time to charge your battery. You wouldn't let your mobile phone, when it's signal battery low, you wouldn't imagine. let it Can you imagine? Nobody does that. No one. If it starts turning if red. It's like 20%. Yes. And it's like, you panic. Panic attack. Where's so, the charger? As a woman, listen to yourself. Know yourself when your 20% comes in, where's the charger? And I said, recharging yourself doesn't have to be long two hours on the stand, although take them if you can. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, it's knowing that at the end of the day, I have one hour for myself where I'm not the mom, where I'm not the spouse, where I'm not the sister, where I'm not the colleague, where I'm Gladys. And that one hour, I'm free to do whatever I want. I could sleep, I could read, I can dance on Beyonce. I can sing in the shower, I can eat ice cream, like whatever I feel like, but yes. anything. And I'm very insistent on that. That time that you take to recharge yourself, it's about doing something that fulfills you. Yes. It's not about ironing your kids' clothes for the next week. It's not no. about cleaning your house. Even if cleaning is your thing, go and clean your cupboard. It yes. has to be something that is fulfilling you and it's centered around you it's not the time to go and do chores that benefit other people because you have the other time of the day to do that yes that is great because i find it's those spontaneous moments that are so much fun those you know you turn the music up in the car and you're just singing and dancing and you have your time. Even if there's traffic, it's like, okay, this is your time. It's just for you. There's not these distractions, people asking you to do everything and you're trying to pick between 10 different things. It's just yours. We need those. Some things. people need meditation. Some people do other things, but it has to be something that recharges you, that fulfills you. And that's centered around you. So that's my condition for the recharging to happen. Oh, that is beautiful. I, I know. Hopefully, if you're listening right now, you, that is something you're thinking about. If check your battery, check your battery level right now. Right your, now. Right now, in this very moment, uh, as you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and tell Coach Des in the comment section what what's her battery level. And maybe you are listening to it on your own time and you're thinking, oh, I'm gonna listen to Coach Des so I can fulfill myself, enrich myself. It's also allowed and permitted, but don't listen to it to go and help another person. It's just fill this up your cup, fill yeah. it up. This is your time. Oh, I love that so much. Okay, I wanna ask you a few questions to get to know your perspective a bit better and get to know you. So the first question I have is what are three words that best describe you? Ha! <laughs> I would say um, spontaneous. Um, I would say curious. And um, I would say people, people person. That I believe. <laughs> I believe that. I feel that. Okay. My next question 
is what is something that you are working on improving? Who uh, being a being a better person. Um, when I say that, I'm not horrible, but I realized recently that it was it's easy to pass judgment on people and situation, but you haven't walked on their shoes. So I'm every time my mindset, I'm going on mindset change. When something infuriates me or someone behavior infuriates me, I have to remind myself that my system of value is different from that person's system of value. And I'm always thinking, okay, they probably did what they did because the, their own journey is different from mine. But how, how can I extend a little bit more like of a bridge or kindness so I'm not just angry at that person? So I'm working on it. I'm not perfect. You know, yeah. but yeah. it's 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 something that I'm trying to change my mindset about being a little bit more kind to others. That's beautiful, and and it does it does take that introspection and yes. and, and awareness to be able to have the desire to seek and understand others. I was gonna say I I. I I practice every day on my husband because he always find a way um, yes. to annoy me. But yes, that is a good place to practice. And then you can husbands are beautiful and amazing. Um, <laughs> In case he listens, because he listens to podcasts, I do. You are amazing, honey. Some days you just like, ah, but you always make it up. I always make it up. You're amazing. But yes, that's that's. With whom I'm practicing that you found uh, mindset. That's good because then you practice and then you can apply that to other situations, right? Yes. There's utility. <sighs> I love that. <laughs> okay. What about what's a self limiting belief that you've had to overcome? That I'm not, um, that I'm not bringing anything interesting to the table that I have nothing valid to say, that my voice doesn't matter. Wow. I'm still shaking when I have to say something. I say what I'm saying, I'm gonna say. Yeah, well, and you know, we said being an introvert yes. and, and then going and saying something at the table, there's, it's, it's not always the easiest thing to do. No. Exactly. So it's um, self-limiting belief. I, you know, I have imposter syndrome like the majority of people out there. Um, but like I say, it's, it's always working to say these voices are just voices, they're not real. Um, it's surrounding yourself with people that remind you that you bring something to that table <laughs> is reminding you that you are worthy, you are enough. Um, and you have your unique mix of capabilities, superpowers, things that only you can do the way you do, your magic sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I, there was a quote that I've read. It was so good. I was looking at some quotes the other day, and it's like, be you because all the other roles are taken. I'm taken, yeah. And it's great because you should. There's only I was one. Gonna say, 
it's only so I um because I have kids and I think you know that by now I'm watching Dr. Seuss a lot um because my kid loves it and he said there's no one newer than you <laughs> right and I thought that's true nobody can be newer than you that's right you fill that space that's dedicated to you just that claim it and proudly stand in your space because there's that space that's creating specifically for you and if you do not claim that space it's going to be an empty space next to other claim space you may as well stand up and claim it because you know that's right. you have this mansion and you decide to go and live in the garage no nah no that's 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 not as exciting no mansion has a pool five bedroom five bathroom kind of mansion that's right that's right you gotta do it you have to make the most of it right absolutely <laughs> we should all have a theme song that's another thing you should walk away from this podcast what would be your theme song hmm um <laughs> i i've been listening to a lot of uh, well i'm a jazz um person like i like jazz a lot uh i think um gregory porter is someone that i've been listening to um recently a lot um i love everything he's doing so i would say if i have a theme song as long as it's sung by him care what the title is but i'll go with <laughs> i'll go with unbreakable because we are all born unbreakable um but yeah you you can i can fall i will always stand up you can't break me that is and right gregory porter singing it that would be my thing so that <laughs> is a great song that's a song to wake up and listen to on a daily basis. <laughs> I know. And, and if anybody knows Gregory Porter in the audience, please tell him that I'm a big fan and yeah, he should call me or yeah. text me. It's call up Gladys. <laughs> call me. I'll give you a coaching session for free, Gregory. <laughs> wait, there you go. Wait, 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 wait. He's not a working mom, so it might not work. Hmm. Well, but there is somebody on here that might know him and can reach out and then there could be a connection. And that person will also have a coaching session for free. That's a, oh my gosh. There's a <laughs> I'm like Oprah now and you get one and you get one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Oprah. <laughs> my favorite people. Oh my gosh. That's so good. I love that. What okay. would be your theme song? I'm curious now. Yeah, that's so funny. I was just I was just thinking of the same thing when when I was asking you sitting here going like um I was thinking of that song uh I I think it was a Katy Perry one. Oh, um, Roar? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of Roar. So I was thinking of Roar and then I was also thinking of Alicia Keys' Girl on Fire. Oh god, this is cool. This because is cool. You know, it's like that, it's that, that sense of confident excitement about life and conquering all those possibilities in front of us and just enjoying that. So, yeah. I'm raising toast, a virtual one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I've got my iced tea right here. So, <laughs> oh, that's, that's a memo. I didn't have anything. <laughs> uh, 
I know I should I should have told you so we could we could have enjoyed <laughs> together <laughs> no. next time as a returning guest yeah that's right we'll do part two we'll do part two um okay my next question for you is what is one thing that you would want to see changed in the world oh um i would love i would love if people were you know more, I would say, the self-belief and the self-acceptance. Um, I think we spend a lot of time comparing ourselves to impossible standards. <laughs> and we find a lot of time finding fault in, in our own magnificent bodies and soul and everything. So I, I wish a lot more people were practicing self-acceptance, self-love. Yeah, I'm not perfect. I'm not the traditional beauty standard, but I am me. Mm -hmm. And I am thankful that my body allowed me to have my baby and strong and I'm not that sick all the time and I can wear clothes that I feel like wearing. You know, let's practice a little bit more gratitude toward ourselves um, and accepting us um, yeah. more. And that, because that sometimes I think we do, we start doing a good job of, giving gratitude to others and when yes. it's time to give it to ourselves it's uncomfortable yeah it is it it's is. like who a compliment to myself i can't take compliment till today <laughs> i'm like till these days i'm blushing like, i'm becoming red i'm like oh my god can we change subject can we change subject i, I feel the same <laughs> way i'm just listening it's so hard um like if if i have to do it an evaluation of myself if I write about somebody else, seamless, effortless, I can write forever. If it's about myself, oh, three hours later, I'm sitting there like. Blank page. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Oh, so that. familiar. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. Okay. What about, what is one of the best pieces of advice that you've ever been given? Oh, there's many of those. Um, but what, what comes to uh, mind is believe in yourself. Yes. And I will add more <laughs> in my case. <laughs> but, but believe in yourself. You, you, you are born, you came into this world with, equipped with every single tool that you will ever need to live that big life. Every single thing is inside you. Yes. You just have to, to believe in it. Yes. Believe in yourself. And um, yeah. That's, and then you un unlock the glory, right? Completely. So that's, um, that's what I would say. Um, I have been um, given a lot, like I said, a good advice. But the one that came to mind when you say that, I was like, yep, trust your instinct, believe in yourself, be yourself. Mm hmm um and everybody else is taken anyway so yeah. um go out there and claim your 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 space it's yes. yours nobody else was gonna take it for you that's right. it's empty you need to decorate it don't be lazy decorate no as a coach i'm your personal interior decorator we're gonna take there's no budget limit here we just make that space yours so you're just wow. gonna say 
Today, I want all my, you know, we can be a little bit of a diva there. I want all my wall to be pink and I want orchid at every single corner. Like, yes. yeah, it's your place. Make it what you want. Bling. I like bling. Bling, yeah. Sure. You wear your shade every day then because yes. bling going to be blinging. <laughs> you know, a DJ. Uh, yeah. It's a good Absolutely. space. It's a it's yours. So yeah. So as a coach, when you come and sit on my couch, we create your space your way. Yes. Oh my gosh. So now that you've said that, where can people find you? How can they follow you and explore more about your programs and see what it is that you're up to? So the best place of information is my website is uh, www.mylifecouch. It's not coach's couch, uh, .com. And I explain why I say couch um, because I describe my, coast, uh, my uh, coaching technique as such. So every house, every household have a couch on it, right? The couch might be the centerpiece. The couch might be hiding in the corner but it's always the witness of all our moments that involve emotion. So when you're happy, maybe you jump on the couch like Tom Cruise. Or if you're sad and you have your girlfriend, you cry on the couch. Um, or if you just want some big old comfort and you feel like you need some snuggling, you go on your couch with your blanket and you watch whatever you want or you read something. So the couch is there all the time, inconspicuous, but always there. So my coaching practice, I want you to imagine it to be your perfect couch. Perfect color, perfect material, fabric, size. It's your couch. Bling, pink, orchid. It's your couch. And I'm sitting there with you to be your personal interior decorator. So we can talk about the space you want to clean. And we can decorate it. And we can put some flowers. So on my live couch, you have a ton of information. And... You know by now that I'm very big on self-awareness. I have a success journal that I completely designed because I felt like journaling, it's a powerful tool to recognize pattern that you create and you don't necessarily know. So if you do journaling for a week or two, you start recognizing those patterns. And I have created one specifically for working mom. It has some doodling and coloring. So it's really fun. So you have your morning ritual and your evening ritual. So at the end of like a week or two, you start seeing the pattern that you're forming that you may have been aware of or not. And it helps you to start those tough conversations without me, right? So the, the success journal on my website, I also have a three series video where I explain my six week program, the journey of it. Uh, and you guys can follow and understand what I'm doing there. So it's a it's a rich source of information, resource, uh, what I do, what I stand for, uh, all the articles that I'm reading, uh, when I'm published, all those things. So it's on my website. The other way um, to uh, get in touch is, um, you know, my LinkedIn is Gladys Simon on LinkedIn. And I'm writing a lot of things about my thoughts as a working mom. Uh, some some days are very philosophical, I have to say. Some days are very light, but I have adventure there. And it's really easy to, to read and follow. And one of my clients challenged me 
to get out of my comfort zone because I was pushing her hard. Um, and I started uh, Instagram <laughs> recently. I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> but at my live couch is my third way of getting on Instagram. So if you listening, go and go and look at it. Tell me what I'm doing there because I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of us have an idea. I think we're all just know, figuring right. it out all the time. <laughs> So Much like any part of life, right? I was going to say, so this is my getting out of my comfort zone project um, because I wanted to show my client that I drink my own champagne. So I went and started a social media Instagram where I have no idea what I'm doing. And she gave me little challenges every week. Post a selfie of yourself. And I was like, never done that in my life on social media and is on Instagram. So go and tell me what you think, guys. <laughs> so those right. are the two ways. My Life Couch on LinkedIn and on Instagram. And you can always send me a, a, a quick hello at hello at my life couch. And I offer 20-minute uh, free consultation to anyone that, that wants to have 20-minute recharging time, chit-chat, or know more about my program. That is so awesome. I love it. I love that there's all these ways to reach out to you. I'm so grateful to you for this time and to to bring me to a, a, a positive energy filled space, you know, uh, and, and that is a, a gift I, I want all of us to take in this moment. If you're listening to this podcast, you're here because you needed this moment. You're here because you needed this time. So whatever you, your day was like, that time has passed. That time is gone and you're here with us now. And so I just want us to embrace this time and appreciate that we've taken it to, to learn a little bit, to laugh a little bit, and to, to move in the world to, to become better people because that is the ultimate goal. So thank you so much, Gladys, for being here. Oh, thank you. So you speak so beautifully. I feel like, oh, I wish I knew that person. Oh, it's me. <laughs> thank you so much. And to all um, your listener, you know, Coach Des is amazing. You already know that since you're listening. Um, but I want to give a stretch challenge to you that is listening, that have a voice. Come to Coach Des podcast. Share your stories. The more people talk about their story the more empowered we are the more inspiring we become to other people that may not yet have found their own voice to tell the story the way you will tell so come to coach Des. she's fantastic she makes me laugh um so it's not and i'm an introvert so it's not easy for me to start <laughs> but he made she made it so easy so come and tell your stories let's be stronger together Let's believe in ourselves a little bit more. And today, I want you to take time to recharge. Oh, I love that's beautiful. It is that our stories are the things that connect us. That Absolutely. is the thing that's connect us. So I love that. And I definitely invite you to share with me. It uplifts me. And it is what this platform is all about. So thank you, Gladys. Thank all of you who are listening. It's been amazing. Thank you. My Life Couch, such an awesome way to describe what our couch sees of us and that we can design our own space. 
and make it uniquely ours because it's ours. That's fabulous. I really enjoyed talking to Gladys and I hope you got a lot out of the conversation. Whether you are a working mom or you know a working mom, you're a parent, uh, this is relevant to any and all of us because we're impacted or indirectly impacted uh, by people who are in that situation wearing multiple hats. So the action that I would invite today, we talked about it because earlier in the interview, I asked you to check your battery. What level are you at? Are you fully charged? Are you halfway? Are you under the 20% mark and you're turning red, running on fumes? What do you need to do to recharge your battery today? I talked about the ice cream and I'm really serious about that. So let's just talk about that. The other thing that I've done, maybe you can relate, is find that show that you can dig into and immerse yourself in a little bit. For me, I try to choose shows where, I'll, where I will learn something or get lost in something in another world. I tend to find really dramatic Spanish telenovela type shows, but um, one popular one, so send me a message if you wanna know that, that list, but one popular one that's trending right now on Netflix is a series uh, called Made. Actually, Andrea Medina, one of my previous guests on the show, recommended it to me. Thank you so much, Andrea. I have made my way deeply into the series and it certainly provides perspective. I was thinking about it today because the woman that is the main character named Alex in the series is a mom who wears multiple hats. She's a mom who takes care of her daughter, a mom who's trying to take care of herself, a mom who's trying to take care of her mom, and so forth and so on. So it's an interesting, fascinating, uh, thought-provoking, heartwarming series. If you need to uh, use that to recharge your batteries today, that's my little uh, recommendation for you. But truly, take a moment. Take a moment today and ask yourself, are you integrated? Are you living an integrated life where how you show up and whatever role you play shows up in the other parts of your life? Because we do do this thing where we try to compartmentalize or just carry that one dimension, the mom mode, the daughter mode, the sister mode, the spouse or the partner mode, the colleague mode. And the truth is that we are all one person and it is all relevant and we're a fully integrated being. It's okay for there to be that blend. And it's okay for people to know that you have interests and talents and desires and dreams and wishes beyond the day-to-day. -day. So be proud of that. Be proud of who you are. Be proud to be unapologetically you. Because like Gladys was saying, the right people will be there. And if you find yourself right now at the wrong table, take your chair and go to a new one.
I hope that you've enjoyed listening to the podcast. If this is your first time here, please hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss another episode. Yes, as you have seen, we are doing two episodes a week because there is that much great content to get out to you. And what I always say is you are your only limit. So take action today. Thank you for listening and tune in again next time for another inspiring episode of the Born Unbreakable podcast.